What's up, guys? I'm finally hosting again after like 20 podcasts in a row where this guy was hosting. We're here. Julian's on his way home. What's up? What's going on, man? Just trying to survive in this brutal Texas heat. As everyone knows, it's hot. Summertime, of course, it's hot. But we're here. We're surviving, man. How you been? I know you got some some big things brewing. So Yeah, bro. I mean, just going through the motions, going through life in a good way, not a bad way. Um, like you said, some stuff brewing up and, um, you know, pretty excited. The only thing that's been bumming me out is we haven't been able to record as often uh, as we would like to. But, you know, life, life, really. life happens. Yeah. You know, we're, we're kind of in that what ifs uh, stage of the pod where there's nothing really going on. But, um, you know, we never really got to close out the NBA offseason. Uh, the Cavs are the summer league champs. You know, everything's just dying down now. So I know Julian went solo on the free agency uh, reaction day one or day two, whatever it was. Um, some things in there that I, I laughed at. I'm not going to lie when I heard it. Um, this guy said that he, you know, he always knew the Nuggets were going to win the championship. He was fine with it. He wasn't. I mean, behind the scenes, it was a different story. And Oh, you I was know. pissed about the Nuggets. <laughs> you know, it was just, it was it was just a little a little funny, but um, you held it down. It's all good. We're here. Uh, let's get to some winners and losers. Let's let's go with you first, bro. Let's let's hit losers first. Who's a big loser for you this offseason? We'll just keep it at three. Damian Lillard, bro. What, what's Ooh, that's he, a good one. He had he had such a big reputation of not run or. You know he's not gonna run from the grind. Yeah, uh, he he's gonna stay loyal. And then people just kept telling him, "Fucking leave, bro! Just leave Portland." And then he finally does it, but he does it in the most ugliest way possible. Or he's trying to in the most ugliest way possible. Where you know the agents being kind of a a, a prick, dick to everyone. Uh, he's speaking for Lillard instead of Lillard speaking for himself. Um, he wants to go to Miami and only Miami, but Miami's not, not going to really push that hard. And now he's stuck in Portland as the <clears throat> as the villain, I guess you could say. And you know, if you were ever going to make a comment saying I want to leave Portland and move on in my career, you gotta you better make damn sure that you're going to do it. Because if you end up coming back to Portland, you're you're gonna not only going to be hated by the league, but now you're hated by your own fan base and your own franchise. And um, that's the situation he's in, which is very, very bad. That's a big loser for me um, because he, he tried his whole career to keep that reputation of, of being loyal, and now he just tarnished it in one month, which is very sad to see. Um, and he might just end up in Portland um, for that reason. Yeah, I, I think the way he's handled it, he's always leaked out to Chris Haynes and all those IG stories that he wants to go to Miami doesn't want to be in Portland. I, I think it will happen eventually, but I, I do agree. He is a big loser as far as his image goes, his career goes. This will really change the whole – and he's, he's 33, 34 now. Like, he's getting up there, but you have to think, like, when this does happen, because I think it will, he's not going to be in Portland. Um, you know, I I think they're waiting for the that rookie um, – that rookie rule, like when LeBron got traded for Andrew Wiggins, they had to wait – until August, I think it was. So I, I think they're, I think Jaime Hawkins is going to be in the deal. I think that's what they're waiting for. They're obviously waiting for another team. They're trying to get another team involved. Um, I don't think Tyler Hero goes to Portland. He's going to go somewhere else. But 
for sure. I, I I don't I don't like the way he's handled it. I, to me, he should have just said, "I want to go to a contender." Like to like even if he does go yes. to Miami, Miami's gonna be so weak when they get him. I mean, you know they they lost most of their depth. They lost Gabe Vincent. They lost Max Struess. They lost Cody Zeller, which I mean Zeller's whatever. But you have to think that's just another body that you're losing, and you're gonna lose Tyler Hero. You're gonna lose whoever else. You know you never know who's what's gonna be in the deal. Um, you know, Miami's really going all in on this, which I don't blame them. They really don't have any other move out there. But I just, you know, Dame should have just went about it. Like, I want to go play for a contender, and the deal probably would have been done the week after the request was made. But now that it's only Miami, some teams are gonna be like, man, fuck that. I'm not gonna help that trade go through. And that's probably what the issue is right now as well, is they have to find that third team to throw in that extra pick that Portland wants and you know, it's just crazy. Like you said, like he kept that image for so long. He talked so much shit to Paul George, like, oh, you ran from the smoke, you ran from the grind, all that shit that happened in the bubble. Like they were talking shit back and forth, the Clippers and Blazers. And now just to do this, like it's it just kind of throws, you know, the past couple of years down the drain because, yeah, he could have left a long time ago. He could have not signed that big ass extension and could have chose wherever he wanted to go. But he chose to stay, which I don't blame him. You know, he wanted to be the the next Dirk, the next Kobe, stay with your team the whole tenure of your career. But you know, I just, I I don't I don't know. I I just think he handled it very poorly. Could have went about it a lot of different ways. Some people think Portland has to do this because of all the stuff he's done for them. But I mean, at the end of the day, he fucking poisoned the well. He he did this to himself by doing this. I only want Miami trade. So now it's going to be interesting to see what Portland can get back. I think they're fine. They have Scoot Henderson. They see the potential. They see the the star in the making with him, as long as he stays healthy, which, you know, you never know. But, um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think I think he's up there for sure as a loser for me. Um, yeah, it's, it's just – it sucks, too, because Dame was one of those players that everybody, like, you know, always had an affinity for. Everybody was always like, yeah, fuck – game time and he's he's a dog he's an animal you know and now it's kind of like yeah but he wants you know who knows what, what people are going to say after this year because like i said miami's going all in for this big three so we'll see how it pans out but i don't i don't see it going too far just because of the depth but like, this is where have anything i i want to like <clears throat> emphasize that like they put himself in this situation and he has nobody to blame but himself because yeah um yeah i mean run for the grind and then now he wants to request a trade. That's that's normal for an NBA player, but I think his fuck up, which is also like somebody like a few other players fuck ups, is that they why are you signing extensions then? Why are you signing yep. five year, six year extensions? Exactly. The money um, and then that's force, it. Force, which I get that, but like I mean if you really value winning, quote unquote, then you should not sign a six five year extension. LeBron has done it so well and i never really give lebron much credit which i should one plus ones bro he Always. signs yeah he said he signs those one plus ones two-year deals blah 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 because yep. he wants to set himself up to go to free agency if he wants to and if he's disgruntled and that's how he got himself out of cleveland the second time around um which is a very smart thing to do like if you're a, that good of a player like dame is or or durant or all them players like durant did it too he forced to trade but Yep. Bro, like just just Kyrie. sign to your deals. You're gonna get the money regardless. Like you're gonna get paid somewhere. So uh, it's his fault too. I I don't feel anyone 
I don't feel bad for him too much. It, it, yeah. He got himself in the spot. Um, so yeah, that, that's sure. why he's the biggest. I, I mean, up there, my, one of my losers is James Harden. And I, I just think he's one of the biggest losers. in Similar the situation, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would not. He, to me, it went back to, we did a podcast a long time ago when, um, when we first started. And it's like the same. I'm like repeating myself because it's like, bro, bro, we're in the same situation we were fucking when you left Houston the first time. Like, at the end of the day, he's the common denominator on why these teams don't work out. Like, he's the the reason. Like, they've always, always, always catered to his demand. In Houston, they've always catered to his demand. I guess in Brooklyn, Brooklyn, they were he was more complaining about Kyrie not playing because of COVID and this and that. But like. You want to go to Philly. Daryl Morey puts his arm out. He puts fucking deals, everything. Seth Curry, all those first round picks, just everything for you. And it's like, I don't know. It's like at some point you can't keep opting into these contracts and be like, yeah, but we're going to facilitate a trade and I only want to go to the Clippers. Yeah. Like you said, a similar situation, but to me, this is like times 20, bro. This is like strike 40 for Harden doing this shit, pulling this shit. And everybody's making fun of him that he's gonna pull out the fat suit and you know do the same shit he did in Houston. But it's hey, like, bro, he's like... kind of he's working on it with the fat. Have you seen those pictures? <laughs> yeah, when he was with Michael Rubin. Yeah, I mean, I just think at some point th- this was his last kind of paycheck. Like this is his last kind of you know time in his career where he's gonna get paid because after this year he's not getting no. 100 million plus extension with from anybody if he goes to the clippers or wherever he goes i'm not getting no fucking um nine figure extension no way bro why the fuck would you sign him knowing his history knowing how he is as a player doesn't play defense he gets scared in big moments like i just oh man he's one of the biggest losers because you know Daryl Morey's gonna hold out bro he did this with ben simmons that's how he got Harden. he's gonna do the same thing with Harden. he's gonna hold out then wait till the best deal comes possible. And by that time happens, it'll probably be January, February, you know, by the deadline. So, I mean, Harden, and you have to think, he's probably going to lose money because he's not going to come in into um, to the season in shape. I don't think he's going to play too many games. And what team wants that? Like, what, what team wants a player like that that just gives up? Like, no, nah, I'm good, bro. I'll chill. I'll chill on the couch. Like, you know, I, I just, I, I don't see a scenario he will get traded eventually it's just i don't see a scenario where he goes to a place he turns his career around he gets a ring this and that like dame there's a possibility that might happen but with james harden he's just a career loser bro like pat's standing at his finest and i just think he's the the biggest loser in free agency as far as his career goes i imagine we would have said this five years ago six years ago when he won the mvp to now, like, it's, it's just disappointing to see. And, you know, I think he will go to the Clippers. You know, they'll give him a good package. Maybe a third team's involved. But, oh, man, this is just – at some point, he has to look in the mirror and say, yeah, I fucked up. Like, like Le'Veon Bell came out today and said, I should have never left Pittsburgh. I think we're going to hear that one day maybe from Harden, but maybe not because they'll just be like, nah, it was their fault, not mine. Did you say the biggest loser? Did you mean that in like with the pun that he's like the, <laughs> no. the biggest, no. biggest loser? He's, a, he's not even that big, bro. Like he's he's you know he's a little he got baby fat, but you know I I just think 
I, even with the Dame situation, I can name any team out there. I don't think they're as big of a loser as James Harden is. Just what the shit that he's been pulling the past three years is just ridiculous. I, I don't, and he, and to me, nobody really talks about it. Like, I, you know, it gets coverage here and there, but nobody really goes into James Harden because he puts up 30 a night every other night. You know, like he has those games where he's good and, you know, he's one of the best offensive players in the game, but I, I just think that I can't, you know, oversh- for, overshadow everything else that he's done. And it's just bullshit, bro. Like, all the shit that he's pulled. So we'll see. When he goes to the Clippers, you know, he did the same shit like Dame. Ali want to go to L.A. So we'll see when it happens. But, yeah, it's just it's annoying to see. This is every year, but I, I just expect a hardened request. Huh. I mean, I would agree. I would agree. I He's just not good with other superstars, but... I mean, I think the biggest issue for James Harden, oh, excuse me, is that um, he's he's just he's playing with fire in the sense where, like we mentioned, he's getting a little big just to protest this and stuff. But bro, like you mentioned, he's yeah. old. Like it's very, it's a lot difficult, <clears throat> more difficult to get back in shape when you're older than it is when you're 21 in this league because yeah. now you're just playing with injuries and stuff. That's why LeBron is year round in shape because if he takes like a couple months off in the, in the off season right now, like he's not going to be able to get back to the LeBron James and in shape that he is now. So Harden's playing with fire. Like you mentioned, this could be his last contract just because of those reasons. Like you're not going to get a James Harden who's going to be able to, you know, stay fit and play 40 minutes a game anymore if he keeps doing this. So it wouldn't shock me if uh, James Harden kind of picks up an injury sometime in the season, whether it's the Clippers or the Sixers because of this. His fucking hamstrings probably still hurt. Like the, the dude had the longest hamstring injury in NBA history. Like this shit was fucking insane, bro. Like it's because he was playing. He was being fat, dude. He did it on purpose. Now it's tough for him to get back in shape. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I don't know. Go, go ahead. We're, we're just turning into a James Harden rant. But what's your number two? Who's your second? My number two is um. Well, I mean, it was James Harden. Um, but um, I will also kind of put the Warriors as another loser, in my oh. opinion, because you give up Jordan Poole, bro. Jordan Poole, uh-huh. who's like one of the youngest players in this, uh, one of the better younger players in this league, and he just kind of traded him for a 39, 55-year-old Chris Paul, who, <laughs> you know, like he's very effective with the I ball. I told in his you, hands. bro. I called that shit. I wish I, I still have the audio, too. I might fucking clip yeah. it in here, bro. That shit was like before free agency even started. Golden State is a dark horse for me. Oh, only be only because they're in this weird window where they don't know what's what's next. Is Poole gonna get moved? Draymond opted out of his contract. You know, Clay he's still you know up and down efficiency wise. I think uh, CP three. You know, he wants to stay in Cali. I don't see him going to the Kings. You know, it's either Lakers, Warriors over there if he wants to stay on the West Coast. Warriors can make a swing, bro. I really do. I, I think they can unload Poole's contract and maybe a pick or two, maybe. And then I think that'll do it. I I said that was going to happen. I don't know what told yeah. me that was going to happen, but I just figured. But, yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback off of what you're saying, but finish what you were going to say. But, like, it's just, like, this team, and look, listen, the big three, Clay, Curry, Draymond, like, 
it's it was a very special group when they were in their prime. But yeah. Clay Clay's just not that guy anymore. Um, he's still an effective player, but he's not a splash brother anymore. I guess he can put it in. And you know, Curry's still Curry, but Draymond's just like he's a leader, vocal leader, but he's not. I don't think he affects the game as much as he used to too. So. For yeah, you to defense. add in another old player to this mix, like mm. the Warriors really are on their last legs, and you know we keep saying this is their last year to try and go for it, but I, I think legit this is their last year because Chris Paul is thirty eight, Clay, and they're all in their mid thirties or early thirties, so it's <sighs> it's getting there. And I think Draymond kind of with that punch ruined the whole chemistry yep. of that team last year, and you know him just keep talking and talking and talking this off season as of late, like. I think it's going to – yeah, you got rid of Poole or Draymond. You got rid of one and you got rid of Poole. But, like, it just seems like there could still be some chemistry issues there because I don't know if you saw Draymond today saying, yeah, like, I called – I said CM Punk – or I called Chris Paul a punk. Um, and, like, I, that doesn't change. He said that. He's, he's like, that doesn't change now that he's a teammate. Like, I, we're going to talk as men and figure it out, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah. interesting. So – like that just tells me right there that's a red flag for me that the Warriors season might be a huge disaster this year, so they're a loser for me. <laughs> right, and you know to piggyback off of that, I I think the Warriors, you know, and it, it's hard to say this because all the championships they won, but you have to think this team chose Draymond over Durant when all that shit went down. This team chose Draymond over Poole even after he punched them, bro. Like I just. Yeah, this is it. Like the and I don't they're not coming out of the West with that team, no way. Like that I don't I don't see it unless Kaminga goes up four levels. Like he turns into a six year veteran this year, which that that's very unlikely, obviously. Like I, I just I don't see it because it's possible though, it's possible. Hey, of course. These players, you know, they uh, surprises out of nowhere. These players can just get Good and maybe now that Kaminga's gonna have more more touches and all this, maybe he will elevate his game. But you know they missed on a lot of their draft picks, and you know the, to me, I just can't get over that. Now it's like I'm seeing it more. Like they chose Draymond over Durant, bro. Like that just shows you like they're they're too blind to what they have. You know what this reminds me of is Belichick with Brady, and the reason I say that is because. How many years was it that Belichick would be like, I got Tom Brady. I don't need no receivers. I don't need to get nobody. I don't need to get him talent. Like, we're good. We got semi-decent players, and we'll go to the Super Bowl and we'll win it. And now you see years later, that shit's not working no more. Like, it's not working right. anymore. And now here we are, and I know that the Warriors just won it two years ago, but it's the same thing, or a year ago. It's the same thing, though. They're they're pushing their chips all into this core and you said it clay's not clay anymore and how why would he be all those injuries to his legs like yeah that's gonna diminish a player you know how he how he is in the game achilles acls that's not nothing especially when you get older and now they 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 traded for cp3 which i guess is good in a way like but cp3 thinks he's gonna start like no this does not work if cp3 starting See, this, I forgot this, to mention that too. That this is this season is fucked, like you said. Like this season is going to be a disaster if he starts. Like he just can't stay healthy anymore. Um, you know he makes younger guys better, and he knows how to elevate these guys, like he did with the Thunder, 
like he did with Aiden and Phoenix, all that. But he's 39 now. You can't really rely on him like that. I I assumed this trade was going to happen for him to come off the bench. But now if you have him at the one, Steph, two, uh, Clay at the three, Clay's going to get cooked every night. Oh, my God. All these small forwards are going to go at Clay. Like, I, I now he's at the point where it's like, oh, I got Clay on me. ISO, like, watch out. I got this. Like, it's going to be like that. Or they're going to pick and pop him to death. And, you know, they're, they're pushing their chips and they're putting all their eggs in the Draymond basket. I don't think it's going to come out the way they want it to. And they gave him $100 million, you know, over four years. I just, no, I, it's not going to work. They should have made a move, you know, to sign and trade Draymond. I know Phoenix, or, excuse me, I, I know uh, Sacramento was interested in him. I'm pretty sure the Lakers would be interested in him just because of the LeBron connection. But, you know, I, I feel like this was their out and they didn't take it. And now, you know, they try to do this. Oh, we still got some good players. We've got some young players this last season and it didn't work out. They lost to the Lakers in six. I don't I don't see them going that far this year with the team they have right now. No way. And yeah, I have to agree with you, you know, that. The moves that they've been making, all the stuff that they've been doing, like they're just lucky that they had these guys in their prime because, you know, and Durant wanted to join that shit because I still think that's that's one of the the that's a big what if that maybe we could do one day. But um, if they if they chose Durant over Draymond, you know, how many or more championships would they have won? Like it's just eek, it's sliding doors, man. It's just who knows what would have happened if that, if you know. If they didn't do that now, fucking Draymond punching him. That's just crazy. So if Draymond punches anybody, we'll just trade the guy he punched. Like that's what we're doing now. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know what's going on. I think Bob Myers left for a reason. I think he saw the writing on the wall and what's going on there. He's like, I'm out. I'll just go do TV or something for now and wait for a good job. That was, to open that up. was a smart call. Cause yeah. I, I I think the Warriors philosophy is more like we can't just let these guys go for nothing. Um, which is why I think they kept Dream on because he was gonna pretty much leave for nothing. So they're like, we might as well get rid of Pool. Um, but I, I mean, that's not that's not to say that maybe Pool was also a toxic, you know, teammate. He's young, we don't, bro. Know, he's we don't know that. Yeah, he's just young. <laughs> he's so about get, I don't know. get in the bag and shit. Of course, like he, you know, they were feeling themselves um, after they won the chip. But nah, I I agree with you. This is not gonna go the way they think it is. Especially with old ass Chris Paul, if he's starting, not, especially. Oh man! What's going to happen is they're going to have a low playoff seed if they make playoffs because they're not going to all be healthy to play the games, all of them at the same time. And then when they get to the playoffs, they're going to be forced to play 30, 40 minutes a game because playoff games are obviously important. And then, yep. you know, it's just going to it's it's not going to work because they're going to get fatigued. Chris Paul always pulls a hammy at some point in the playoffs because he's playing too much. And then there goes their season, yeah. really. So um, I wouldn't bet on the Warriors. I'm not going to count them out fully, but I wouldn't bet on them. I would probably say they're the eighth best, seventh best team in the West to actually win it this year. So they're a big so loser. They could have. I feel like they could have got some more out of pool. That's why I think they're losers. Like he's a young player. I'm sure someone could have offered them something better than a Chris Paul. Well, dude, the fucking Celtics were talking to the Warriors about Jordan Poole. I wonder who's in that fucking trade. Like, no thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Phoenix was the, was involved. Like a lot of teams were involved. I'm, I think they're just banking on you know his experience and um 
you know what he's that contract too because this is this is his last year in that contract right so i guess they'll have quote-unquote money to spend next year but yes i don't know but they just they just paid him on so i don't know that's a good one that's a that's a good one well, we'll have to reevaluate this because I'm we're all I'm all in with you. I think they're gonna suck this year. So, especially they don't they don't have no big men again either. Like, Kevon Looney's <laughs> the tallest player they have. Obviously, it's it's, wor- it's worked before, but this league is getting the Denver Nuggets are gonna destroy the Warriors. Like, Jokic is gonna be eating on that team. So. Um, Lakers, like they're gonna fucking smother them. So we'll see what they do if there's a. I, you know what this, what this is gonna happen? It's gonna be like the Lakers when they got Russ. You guys eventually yeah. were like, you know what? Fuck this. We're trading them. We were wrong. This is gonna be the same thing. They're, they're gonna, it. they're gonna admit they're wrong and they're gonna move some pieces around. So and they're gonna give up fucking Chris Paul for a bag of chips. <laughs> you're telling me? No, may, may, yeah, maybe. I, I I could see something happening, you know, where mm-hmm. Chris Paul and and a pick goes to I don't know, fucking I, I don't even the know. The Wizards <laughs> go back to Washington for Tyus Jones. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Some something's gonna happen, and, and this season's gonna be terrible for them. And you know, it's gonna be another what if for them because they had they had some moves that they could have made. I know they're in that second second apron. And that's why they moved pool because of the contract. But I think choosing Draymond over everybody else was just a big misstep for them. But hey, you know, you get blinded by the success, you get blinded by the the memories. It's hard. So it, you know, we'll see where that takes them. But uh, I think another uh, another loser for me. Um, I think the Celtics, bro. Um, oh, why is that? They kept the record players. They lost their toughness. That's my biggest fear with this team is the regular season. They're gonna be fucking kick ass, bro. Like they're gonna they're gonna be a number one, number two seed again. They're gonna win a like I think fifty six plus games. They're gonna be good. Like their their offense is gonna be elite. But here here's my problem. You get rid of Smart, and that's more emotional. Like the amount of times that Smart made me fucking want to pull my hair out because some of the decisions he makes. Just, just blue and and Grant Williams, but those dudes actually cared when it came down to it. Those dudes actually fucking, um, you know, left it all out there. They they were tough. They made some plays when it mattered the most, and you know now you're they're putting all their eggs in in that Porzingis basket. And Porzingis had a good year in a contract year, might I add. How many times has a player had a good year in a contract year? in any sport and they extend them as well so they're like we're all in this is our guy they don't you know i i think with brogdon you know he was supposed to be in that trade originally i think that relationship is going to sour a little bit i think he's going to push for a trade eventually mid-season because of that you guys wanted to get rid of me so get rid of me and maybe that's still on the table now but um i just think that they're really banking on, you know, Porzingis. He he can shoot the three ball good. Defense is all right. You know, he's just tall. So that's what makes him a good defender. But, you know, I, I don't see any toughness. And when it comes to these teams in the playoffs, like Miami, Milwaukee. Milwaukee, to me, they're, they're another loser for me as well. But um, when it just comes to these teams, you have to be 
physically and mentally tough. And I think we've seen with the with the Jays and Tatum and Brown, when they can't get it going, bro, they, they just check out mentally. And you can't do that in the playoffs, obviously. So and Missoula. Missoula's a big thing. I think that's why they got rid of those two, is because Missoula would bang heads a lot with them. So they're all in on Porzingis and Joe Missoula. Like that. And I know they got him a better coaching staff. You know, they should have done that to begin with, but hey, it is what it is. Um, you know, we'll see if that makes a big difference. But I just think the toughness is gonna be a big thing for this Celtics team where in the middle of the season, you're gonna see them scrambling to make some moves. You know, I I love that Derek White's starting now, but you know, I just I'm just worried about the team's health because now they're not as deep as they used to be. And it's it's crazy to think that because they added another big man with all these other with Rob Williams and Al Horford and all this, but I just don't see the toughness there. And unless Tatum and Brown are like, you know what, big bro isn't here no more. We got to step up. We got to do what he was doing. Um, we might see them exit the playoffs the same way they left the last two years in disappointment, high expectations. They lose in the conference finals or you know, the second round in the game seven or whatever, you know, hopefully, you know, my, my hope is they get to the finals, but you, you know, you never know what these fucking with sports, anybody gets injured and that's that. So I'm just, I'm just a little nervous. I'm a little weary on this team. They are going to be better offensively, but defensively and mentally tough, mentally tough is my biggest drawbacks with this team. And like I said, they're banking on Joe Missoula. So, and that, that worries me because he was lost 90% of the time last year when the tough got going. So uh, I I think they're a loser for me. And, you know, and I just, you know, we'll see if they make some moves. They, they, they have a bunch of draft capital. They have some players that they can move if they want. But you do know. you believe in, uh, so are you one of those believers um, that like you value toughness and, and, grit over kind of like talent you would say because it sounds like what you're referring no, to is like it's no, like marcus smart was that. a good player marcus mm-hmm. smart was a good player but he was kind of and i would agree he's like i guess the glue of the team uh mm-hmm. where he he brought the toughness but he also brought kind of a, a leadership in this role even though he wasn't the best player not all best players in the team are are great leaders and i think marcus Smart was a good leader for that squad yeah uh, but you're losing that, which which I agree that's that's bad. But you don't think kind of the addition of of Porzingis um, could kind of balance that out, where this team is probably even better talent wise. Top, and I'm talking about from the top, not not yeah. depth, not bench, yeah, yeah. not all that. But I'm talking about like top heavy. Now now they have another player. If Tatum and Brown doesn't do good, like they have Porzingis now to possibly mm-hmm. you know carry them over. Yeah, no, I you need talent. You can't you can't have a bunch of PJ Tuckers out there and expect to win. Like that's just not how this works. But I do think you need you need those dogs, and they don't have any. And Joe Mazzulla is not a dog. Like to me, that that's the difference between him and Yudoka. Yudoka and Smart would start crying, or Grant Williams would start fucking uh, spiraling. Yudoka would would be like, "All right, guys, what the fuck are we doing?" Like Mazzulla is not that. He's clapping and he's chewing his gum like Jason Garrett. Like he's not gonna get under under them and light the fire under them like you know a smart a grant williams or whoever would you know i i just that's the only thing that worries me i'm telling you i'm gonna be fucking happy this regular season they're gonna fucking 
win a bunch of games. They're going to score a lot of points. They're going to look good on paper. But it's just, just those playoffs that worry me. I, I Of course, I'm going to love um, this team. They're going to they're gonna do great things. They, they, you know, I, I think Tatum is going to go up another level. It's just Brown worries me still. Um, that whole contract thing still worries me. I don't know what's going on there, but, um, you know, I, I, they're going to be great offensively. They're going to be, a, they're going to be a one or two seed. Like I said, it's just when it comes down to it, bro, you know, you know, the playoffs, you know, how fucking grit and grind they get. So, um, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens, but of course they're, they're they'll be fine. It's just the, play- I'm thinking way further down the line. That's why I think they're losers. They don't have no mental toughness now. Unless Brown or Tatum, you know, elevates that part of their game. Which yeah, I mean, I could see it. It's kind of hard to say. Go, yeah, go ahead. I could see it. No, there's just both ways to it. Like, you have a great point. I mean, every, most championship teams have, a, a, a like you said, a P.J. Tucker or someone that, like, if if if, uh, if the other team is tougher than, than the, the championship team, there's always that one dog who either mm-hmm. A, shows an example and, like, you know, gets a technical foul and tries to be tough back, or B, tries to pump the team up and – I'm thinking like a Draymond Green for the Warriors. I mean, we're just yeah. shitting on him, but I mean, he's that guy. He's not talent wise. He's not the best, but I mean, he, he'll get he'll get down for yeah. He'll they'll get down for their star players, or they'll they'll you know they won't back down from any sort of stuff. So yeah, that's good. But that's also I mean I'm also thinking like, and I'm not saying the Celtics are you know the Heatles or shit like that. But like Miami didn't really have that much toughness in that squad either uh, when they won with LeBron, Bosh, and Wade. Um, I guess you could count Udonis in there, but I mean, there's teams that have been known to to win the chip despite yeah. the lack of quote unquote toughness. So I mean, you could go either way, but yeah, I could see your point. Maybe Boston does need that because last year it, it felt like that's kind of the, one of the reasons why they lost so many playoff games throughout, even though they were winning a couple more, is that they just didn't have that toughness or that mental strength to get over the edge mm-hmm. um, to win a couple of those games. So I get it. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll leave the losers there. We're kind of saying the same shit, but uh, let's go winners. Who you got? Lakers? <laughs> no, my biggest winner. You're going to think I'm weird. Brooke Lopez, bro. What a fucking winner. You were just talking about the Bucks being losers. I think he's a big winner, bro. The dude got paid, what, 25, mm-hmm. $26 million a year? 36-year-old center, bro. You never would have heard of that right now in today's NBA. Yeah. Today's NBA, a 35, 36-year-old center getting paid that much. Um, and it's a two-year contract, and he's still on a very good contending championship team. So he got the best of everything, bro. He got paid. He's still on a contending team, um, and he's pretty much going to be a starter and a viable piece for that Bucks squad. So big winner for me. He could have probably got paid more, like in Houston or somewhere, um, but the fact that Milwaukee gave him a respectable offer and gave him yeah. you know, something – it may not have been as high as what Houston probably offered him, but it was something where Brooks, like, look – uh, I'm getting paid good amount, and I'm still contending, so I'm staying. So big winner for him, bro. He got everything, everything that he wanted, except yeah, with I, living in Milwaukee. But I mean, I guess he's used to it since he's been there before. I, I the only reason I say Milwaukee's a loser is because I I don't see how they got better this year. You know, they just brought everybody back. They added Malik Beasley, but um, you know, they brought in Robin Lopez. They already did that once. Didn't really work out. That time, I mean, you know, it's Robin Lopez. He's a bench player, but I the the, the reason I, just I say like that squad, bro. I I, like I get squad. it, I get it, but it's it's the same squad where Middleton always gets hurt. We talk about a lot of players that get hurt. Middleton, these past two years since they won the finals, hurt 
He's not there. He's not available when they need him. You know, Giannis got a freak freak injury, so that's why they lost to the Heat. But I'm convinced I, he would have made the finals if, if Giannis didn't get there last year. Uh, I mean, it's a big what it. if. I think they could have beat Miami. They were doing pretty pretty fine when he before he got hurt, and then I, I don't. If you look I at it, think. Go ahead. Go ahead. If uh, like if you look at Miami's, you know, road to the chip. I'm not saying Milwaukee would have won it, but I think they would have made the finals because you're playing New York next round, which I think they had a good matchup between them as well. Um, and then you're playing Boston, uh, which that one is a toss-up. I'm not saying they would have whooped Boston, but just the way Boston was performing all playoffs, and you know this, it, it just mm-hmm. felt like Boston never really was going to make it because of their own inner internal problems that they had going on. Uh, mm, I don't know. I mean – I'm just worried about the team just with injuries. Like, to me, and it's weird to say, like, I, I heard um, Bill Simmons say this. Like, that, you think one of the biggest mistakes this team made was letting DiVincenzo go for um, – who the fuck did they let him go for? I don't know. They, the trade that they made. Like, he was pretty good. I feel like if he was on the Bucks, they they would have been doing a lot more things. You know, they, they would have had the depth. They would have had another score. And now it's like – if Middleton gets injured again, which it's kind of he's kind of going down that Chris Paul road right now. He's just always getting hurt. It's like uh-huh. we're fucked. Like you know, like now what? Then it's like you know what's I brought up Bob Myers earlier. Did you know one of the the Milwaukee owners sold his stake like a year after they won the finals? I why I think that? I no, and I'm I'm just speculating here. I don't know why the fuck you would do that if your team has Giannis, right? Giannis is up for an extension this year. I think in August he's eligible to sign up, sign it. I don't think he signs it. I, I think things in a way and see what happens. Cause I maybe maybe I I jumped the gun a little bit, but I think this might be the time when Giannis is like, I'm out of here. Like, it's fucking. I can, it makes it makes yeah, sense. Brooks Brook Lopez's contract is two years. I think Middleton's contract is coming up soon. Uh, the same for Holiday. So I think it's structured in a sense where. Two things could happen. One, Giannis, like you said, there could be a possibility, which this is more than likely that what's going to happen is that he'll probably leave um, and Milwaukee will have to start all over. But B, maybe maybe Giannis stay, stays and Milwaukee yeah. has all this cap to maybe you know pers- persuade someone to, to come join Giannis because they'll have all that money you know to spend after Giannis signing. So go either way. But I like that situation that you bring up because it's very true. Very true. Yeah. Um Oh, you said Brook Lopez. Yeah, I agree with you though. It's a big winner in his mid thirties. Fucking getting that type of money. Like shout, shout out to him. But bro, I remember when Shaq would say Brook Lopez was the best big man in the league when Dwight Howard was doing all his shit. I know he was being a hater, but you have to think like all those times back then to when he was with the Lakers, and and I know you're pissed off they let him go. Um, to now, like all the stuff that's happened, they won the chip, and. He's like one of the the most versatile players in the year. And I'm not exaggerating with that at all. Like he almost went defensive player last year, I, I believe. Well, not vote wise, but people like you saw, like his impact on defense was insane last year. I'm like, what the fuck? Where where was this Brook Lopez a couple years back? But he can shoot the three, he can defend, like he he's just uh He's a real overall... yoga stopper. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. But he's he uh He's just a good player, and you know he does. It. He probably would have got an insane number in Houston. We saw those fucking contracts they were handing out to these level two players. Like, 
you know, but yep. he's, he's going to stick it through. He's being loyal. He lined his contract up with Giannis, which I think that's interesting too, but we'll leave that there. Um, a winner for me. Hmm. I I think, you know, I hate to say it, but I I think the Phoenix Suns now can be looked at as the winner. I mean, and it's funny because oh they got Beal, yeah, of course, duh. But I think all the moves they made afterwards, Eric Gordon, Bobol, um, they signed, they resigned Okogi. They stopped Aiden somehow. I don't know how that makes sense money wise, but they still have him. Um, you know, I'm just surprised they were able to pull off these moves, and it's it's really the big three in the West right now. It's the Suns. It's the Nuggets and it's the Lakers. Not in any order, but I'm just saying those three, one of them's going to go to the finals. That's just my opinion. Just you're the not, way the, la- I, the landscape. You're not, you're not including the Clippers, bro, with James Harden? Oh, stop. Stop, bro. And I, I'm so sick of these fucking Clippers. Like, oh, this is their year. They're going to stay healthy. Fuck out of here. They're done. They've been cooked for years. You picked them to go to the finals too last year. I remember I was just re-listening to that episode the other day. I did, I did, and then these fucks got hurt. So, okay, <laughs> yeah, chalk it up to every year, bro. They always get hurt. Mm-hmm. But... I, I, I think the Suns are a big winner. They just they made little moves that I thought this team wasn't going to be deep at all. I was like, these three, that's it. Oh yeah, they're done. But they made little minor moves. They they have a bunch of scoring. Maybe they're trying to, to pull that off. That's not really a good um, recipe to win championships, but they have some defense here and there. It's just, can they stay healthy is the big question. That's the biggest question mark, you know, of the of the season going into it is, can these guys stay healthy? Because if they do, they have a really good shot. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm to mark them up as a winner, especially signing Eric Gordon that cheap. That was crazy. He could have got so much money somewhere else and he's, He's like, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just chill here. I'm gonna see what happens. But, um, yeah, I'll, I'll mark them up as a winner. Yeah, um, uh, another winner for me, and I'm just kind of really shutting out the small market teams here. But Indiana Pacers, bro, we're just talking about Bruce Brown. Yeah. Um, I look, I can't stand the guy. That's, but I, that's neither here or <laughs> He's there. The winner, but bro. He's the real winner. <laughs> I mean, yes and no. I guess you could say because. I mean, he's. I'm not saying he's not a winner. He is a winner. I agree. But I'm looking at the general terms of Pacers, bro. They got a stud. I mean, this dude's a championship winner now. He always plays great. He plays hard. Mm-hmm. And you got you pairing him with Tyrese Halliburton, bro. You know me. I'm a huge fan of Tyrese ever since he joined Same. the league. Followed followed him in college. Great player. And now he's got the bag too, dude. Did you? I did not know this stat. I looked this up the other day, um, just because I was doing my you know my research for this. But did you know Ty, Tyrese Halliburton? Um, he pretty much led the league in passes outside of Jokic. Um, so like passes made, I guess you could say assists, but not also oh, made, not assists as well. Like passes, passes made, yeah. Not 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 just like a pass here, take the ball yeah. from me. But I mean, that just shows me that Tyrese is a playmaker as well. Um, statistical wise, outside. So Bruce Brown is really going to kind of fit in um, with Tyrese, um, and you got Miles Turner. So the the paces are looking nice, bro. They're. They're a sleeper team I'm going to watch out for, bro. They're they're looking real nice, in my opinion, because Bruce Brown, yeah, we're going to say, yeah, it's Bruce Brown. He's not Bradley Beal. He's not a superstar, but the dude's a winner, and he plays hard. And Well, because I'm saying, like, he's not a – no one's going to talk about the Bruce Brown acquisition the Pacers got, 
Nah, I know um, over, over like a Bradley Beal of the Suns because he's not a superstar, but I mean he yeah. he's a vital piece to a team, and um, you know that's going to be something we're going to look at. We're going to be like that was a great signing because that's a big winner for the Pacers. I think they're they're a couple years away, but they do have they're they're building it the right way. Like they're they they locked up Tyrese, which Sacramento should be ashamed that they fucking Stupid. made that trade. I mean, they got Sabonis, I guess. <laughs> I I get it, but it's like. Uh, they could have, I don't know. I I think him and Fox would would have lit up the West last year. Like I, and I know Fox needs the needs the ball in his hand, but I just think they they are gonna regret that later. Not not sooner because they're you know they're they're a pretty interesting team um, as far as how they're built right now. But um, yeah, Bro, they also tried. got Obi Tobin. I didn't even mention him. Yeah, they traded him for a second second rounder. So. They got some good pieces. I'm not gonna, but a sleeper team, not yet. I I think they're they're getting there. They're they're building towards that, but I don't think they're gonna be a, uh in the plan this year. I think it'll take a year or two. Dude, easily um, fifth seed. Calling it right now. Whoa, fifth seed. Fifth seed. Okay. I'll, Outside I'll of Philly, Boston, Milwaukee, Miami, they're a fifth seed this year. Calling it. Miami, you think they're a top four, top five seed? Yeah, I, I think. I mean, the East is not as strong as the West, so get calling yeah. right now. Indiana fifth or sixth seed. Wow. Okay, maybe six, but I don't. I don't know, but I, I. I think they're they're getting there. They're getting there. I'm not hating on them. They made some good moves, like you said, Obi Toppin. I completely forgot about. So, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I love Halliburton, bro. Imagine if he was a Phoenix. I mean, they had a chance to draft him, and they drafted Jalen Smith. Now he's with the Pacers, oddly enough. But, um, <laughs> you know, it's just a lot of teams that passed them. New York, Phoenix, teams that needed those point guards at a certain point of the, at a certain point in time. And now, you know, we've got the bag in Indiana. So hopefully he doesn't force a trade like, like all these other players do. But can't be mad at him. Got his money, got paid. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I agree. It's an it's a interesting move, interesting move. Bruce Brown getting $20 million, bro? Sheesh. That I mean, that's great. what I'm saying. He's also a winner, that's too. But I think yeah. it was one of those situations where both teams are, are winners because they both yeah. needed each other. So it was a nice, nice piece. I mean, um, but, I mean, as far as other winners, I mean, you can state the obvious. Fred Van Vliet got paid. Hmm. Um, you know, he, he got a big contract. Um who else went to Houston? Uh, was it Dylan Brooks? Dylan Brooks yeah. as well. Um, so, uh, all in all, I mean, the Houston Rockets, I guess we don't know if they're winners just yet, but the players that signed for the Houston Rockets are are some good winners. I th- I and think Kyrie Irving, too. Mm. <laughs> I mean, what are you saying about Houston? You know what I think is going to happen? I, I was telling Levi this the other day. I texted him this. Don't be surprised when uh, D'Angelo Russell and Rui Hachimura get traded for Kyrie. God, I can see it too. Uh, they the contracts line up perfectly with his, so I don't know. It's, there's something there. I I think Houston could be looked at as a winner just because they got Udoka, which I mean all his uh, all his outside shit. I'm not condoning, but or I'm not praising or anything, but. As a coach, he's good, and the draft picks—they look, look—they look like they're gonna hit. Amon Thompson and Cam Whitmore falling to them at at twenty is yeah. just criminal. Yep. So I and 
you know, they got some players. They they got some pieces. Obviously, Jabari Green and uh, or Jalen Green and Jabari Smith. So, you know, I I think they're gonna be on the up and up. They'll they'll probably be like a not a sleeper, but they'll be a playing team this year for sure. So I think they could be looked at as a as a winner. Um, got you another know. big winner. And this is probably the biggest winner of them all, the Los Angeles Lakers, bro. You just got you okay, kept you just Austin said you're Reeves. Not the Aust- Austin Reeves, bro. We kept the dude, and I and I will be the first to tell you. You know this. I was really bummed when we lost Caruso three years ago. And I'm not to say yeah. that Austin Reeves is like Caruso. They're not just because they're white. They're not the same. They're not. <laughs> but Austin Reeves impacted the game so no, well dude, for the should, Lakers. They should have. They should have ran more offense for him in that Nugget series. I agree, and I think they will moving forward. Um, I think they realized that in the playoff series against the. The Warriors that Russell sometimes just isn't going to click, and I, and Austin Reeves is the one that stepped up and that was kind of that third option. So I'm glad they locked him up, bro. They, you got to take care of Reeves. He's he reminds me of a Bruce Brown. I mean, I'm not saying he is Bruce Brown, but he's a Bruce Brown because he's, he's, he's close to it. He's a really good player, and you guys got him on a cheap deal. But you guys are lucky, yeah. Utah, and just be like you know what, four years, 120, match it, like. <laughs> Someone could have well, fucked you over big time, but you know, you guys got lucky. You guys got him for four years, fifty six. The, the thing is, and I, I kind of saw this, and I, I I read this with Brian Windhorst and shit. I think that was the max the Lakers were able to offer him. Yeah, four years, fifty six. So, um, I you know the fact that Reason's okay with that rather than taking a bigger deal somewhere else. That's why I thought you were gonna means... pick them as your number one winner. Is because of that. No, I just I was looking at Brooke Lopez <clears> because like. The whole year, we I kind of felt like where he's wanted to stay. It was just a matter of the Lakers were going to – because the Lakers, like, same thing with Caruso's situation. And like I said, they're not the same player, but Caruso wanted to stay. He really wanted to stay in L.A. But, you know, he was even – I don't know if you recall, he was willing to take less, too, to come to stay in L.A. But the Lakers chose just – Warren Tucker. Yeah, he chose THT over him, and he ended up signing the the better deal, the bigger deal in Chicago, and – you know, this that's why it's it's the same thing. Reeves wanted to stay and it's just a matter of the Lakers were gonna pick him and wanna put their money on him and you know, we're grateful that he did or that they did. So Yep. You know who's a low key winner is uh NBA on TNT because of what the fuck's going on with ESPN and Bob Iger and <laughs> all these these fires. Like I just I don't know what's going on with uh ESPN. But uh I hope when the T V deal comes up that the that Adam Silver and all these guys really take a look. The NBA is poorly marketed in the US. I I I don't understand why their games aren't broadcasted on just cable, like basic cable. If you don't have TNT, if you don't have ESPN, you're kind of fucked until the playoffs because that's when they start putting the games on ABC and all that. Like you know, I I I've been reading some stuff. I seen CBS is gonna try to make a move. NBC is gonna try to make a move. I think that's really good for the NBA. But just right now, I think NBA on TNT is like that's the only place I really watch like post game, halftime, pregame because they really care about the product. And I think ESPN has just been fumbling it the past couple of years. So, um, yeah, that's my low key win. Ernie and them, they they get the bag. Shout out to them, man. They're 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 making it worth it. I didn't really see the finals. I mean, of course, I was in Mexico, but I really paid attention uh, to the Eastern Conference 
Um, yeah, because they shit. give a shit. Yeah, and it was I followed them all around. I didn't really touch the post game. I, to be fair, I only watched TNT games this year. Let's be honest. Uh, I did <laughs> outside of outside of like Lakers game. Mm-hmm. Um, I I watched live only the TNT game. Don't get me wrong, I watched highlights of other games outside of that, but yep. TNT was the only time I was actually watching NBA games live. All right, let's let's wrap it up with this. Um... One major bold prediction outside the Dame Lillard trade. Um, as far as like tra- transaction, like, like, what, like what, whatever, whatever you think is gonna happen, transactions or whatever. Like who? What's a, a prediction going into next season? Because I don't, we're not gonna touch the NBA until around like September. So correct, correct. Is correct. that? Do you think anything's gonna happen? You could say no too, like, but do you think anything's gonna happen from here until the se- before the season starts? Outside of the Lillard stuff. That's a that that's a given. I think that's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I say that Zion will not be a Pelican. Oh um, my god! Can this? Can we please fast forward to making this happen? Like, fuck. I'm just, yeah, he's, they, he's they not gonna to, be a Pelican. They need to rip that bandaid off. They need to just do it. Yeah, he's not gonna be there anymore once the season starts. I don't know where he's going. I predict the Portland, which probably won't happen anymore, but he he will yeah. not be there. Yeah, I can that's see my. It. Um, that's my bold prediction. Hmm. And I know your ass is gonna hold me against that when I fucking no, September no, I mean, October it, holds around. It, it, it's gonna... hard to <laughs> it, it's hard to predict this stuff because, like I said, outside of Dame, we don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. So yeah. Um, one one thing I might add, you know, it, it's a potential maybe for me, but I think just keep an eye on Cat. Just keep an eye on Anthony Towns. Um. He might get moved before the season, and if it doesn't happen this the before the season, I think by the deadline that might be something to really keep an eye on. They're shopping him, reportedly rumors, you know all that stuff. Take it with a grain of salt, but I think he might be moved. I I think, I think Minnesota might be the might be the third team involved in that Dame Miami trade. I don't know. I I think I don't think he's gonna be there anymore. I think all the money they've allocated to the centers, somebody's got to go, and I don't think they're going to get rid of Gobert. So, cat, cat to the Clippers instead of Harden. Cat to the Clippers. Cat to the Blazers. Like you know, I I I think, I think he's going to get moved somewhere. I think the team's going to be like, you know what? Let's just take a swing at it. Whatever. He he's good offensively. He makes dumbass fouls and dumbass mistakes on defense, but he's got the talent. So maybe he just needs to change the scenery. But I I think yeah the. Again, I'm not gonna be like, "Oh, you motherfucker, you didn't predict Zion." <laughs> like, nah. Like, you could do the same with me, but it's just it's hard to do that stuff outside of Dame. But I, th- I think, um, I, I that's just my opinion. I think Miami's waiting for the rookie rule or whatever it's called, so they can deal Jaime Hawkins to the Blazers. So, See, but then why didn't they trade him on draft night? But you know, you know how those trades happen. Sometimes yeah, I, I don't know. Traded I, I, draft the rights. To this, yeah. this nice, and then they oh, have don't to get me started bats. with the fucking NBA draft next <laughs> broadcast. Um, no, I don't it's know. TNT, I, it's because TNT ain't doing it, dude. It's fucking. You know, I, I, I think the reason it didn't happen was because Dame said he's gonna wait and see. He didn't demand the trade right there, so um, maybe that's why they didn't do it. But could be. I, I think that's what they're waiting for. I, that's the first thing my mind went to when. You know, the deal didn't go right away. I was like, maybe they're waiting for Hawkins or because Portland's I don't know if they're on the record, but I, you know, people outside, 
reporting from Portland is like they don't want Hero. They already got too yeah. many guards, so maybe they're just waiting for that. Because Hawkins looks like a he looks like a promising player. It's summer league, I know, but um, he he he, he looks like he can ball. So maybe they want him back. Yeah. Who knows? But that's it. Yeah, we'll finally wrap this shit up. Yes, Any, anything else to add? Cause, nah, uh, bro. I mean, the NBA is 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 a wild time. It's the off season now for that, so yeah. it's gonna get. Next thing you know, I can see us happening. We're gonna record another one of the preview. And that'll be in three months, two months. So yep. it's coming by quick, just like football, baby. Football yep. training camp so, coming up. So I I'll just say it right here. Um, unless Dame gets traded, or. Something else happens. Uh, we're gonna take a little bit of a official break. Not like oh, we just stopped recording because of this and that. Like we'll, we're gonna take a little break. Um, get ready for football season, fantasy football, all this stuff like we did last year. We're gonna go all in. Like like we we pretty we're pretty good with football season. We were on it. So um, want to do that again this year. Uh, thanks for sticking with us, guys. We'll we'll be back in a few weeks. Um. It's probably sooner rather than later, but for right now, nothing's happening. So, I mean, unless you want to cover DeAndre Hopkins going to the Titans, that's that's pretty <laughs> much that's pretty much all that's left. I mean, I I can't believe he went to the Titans, bro. I'm just I was so not mad, but it's like really Tennessee, bro. Levis, Tannehill, and Willis, like come on, bro. And he signed a two year deal, not even a one. Like come on, dog. What are you doing? I don't know. Hey, I I just Tennessee. Watch out for Tennessee. Yeah, watch out. Watch out until Hopkins requests a trade next offseason. <laughs> He's not staying there. Fuck no. Yeah, I'm being fucking all these players, man, signing these deals and then wanting to trade after. Like, bro, just <laughs> sign those one-year deals in. And just exactly. Uh, if you're that right, good, go. they'll pay you. Exactly. He should. To me, he should have took less money, go to the Chiefs, go to the Bills, go wherever. Who cares? Go to a contender. Play good. If you win a ring, you win a ring. If you don't, you're going to get paid anyway. You'll get paid next year. You're going to look good with these fucking good QBs. Like, who gives a fuck? I don't know. You fucked up. That's all I know. That's my big takeaway. You fucked up, DeAndre, big time. This is where all wide receivers go to retire. Ask Julio. Ask Julian about Julio. Yeah, I mean... We won those trades. I mean, we're, I know we're sidetracking. Yeah. The Falcons won. They won. They won <laughs> trades with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. So God bless them. Yeah. yeah. Like this. But um, yeah. Like I said, if something big happens, we'll be back. But we're gonna start getting our division previews ready, fantasy football rankings ready, everything, season previews ready. So we'll be back in a few weeks. Like I said, thank you guys for the support. We'll see you guys soon. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow our social medias. Leave a five-star rating. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace.